guys, Letitia here from Mindset 2.0, sitting with, here with my beautiful girlfriend, Nala, the, the warrior woman. Now, met her at the gym the other day through a very good friend who knew that I'd like her instantly, and we're both into higher consciousness. We're both into co-creating our best life and getting through blockages and just working on ourselves. Nala, welcome to the show. So glad to have you here, babe. Thank you so much yes, for having me, my love. Worries. Feeling very connected. Namaste. Namaste. Guys, let's start with asking Nala about how she got into the journey of healing, self-growth and how she became the warrior woman and coaching other women. How did your journey start? How my journey started, yeah. to be honest, uh, was difficult yeah. and it was really being tested from a young age with a series of different uh, interesting life events, you mm -hmm. could say, uh, that caused me to develop some traumas, mm -hmm. deep emotional wounding and essentially very becoming very detached from my true self, my soul's yeah. essence. So I just really want to preface this by reminding myself and all of us that we come into this world as a pure, abundant soul. We have everything we need and essentially our life experiences take us away from our home, mm -hmm. right? And so it's a journey coming back home. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, childhood was difficult for me. Um, and We both went through divorced parents, which isn't a big deal, but it does cause issues for many of us. So that's one thing. 100% because yeah. it's like, you know, biologically the way that our brains are wired you know we need that secure home base and so sometimes you know through the essence of life and you know nothing to blame like our parents or how it happened it just is right mm -hmm. but it causes that instability and so um i used to feel not resentful but like why does this have to happen to me mm -hmm. you know you see other people who haven't gone through mm -hmm. this but really when you can own that and realize there is mass opportunity for healing and everything uh that's when you get to come home and that's essentially the place that i serve from now and so yeah just going through that pain i felt like a black sheep going through a divorce we came from a persian culture yeah. and um so divorce was frowned upon Mm. And so well, it's better than being in a family where mom and dad are constantly fighting though. But regardless, it did give me a sense of being the black sheep constantly. What kind of things did it cause for you? Yeah, well, that's absolutely correct. Like, um, you know, my mom was put down a lot for, mm -hmm. you know, the divorce yeah. happening. And it's like, only we know, mm -hmm. you know, as like, it was hard for us mm -hmm. as children to go through that. But wow, you look at it now, so grateful for mm -hmm. it, right? That's just the path it takes at times. And so, yeah, sometimes those Eastern cultures can really mm -hmm. put that down, but we're here to amalgamate everything together, right? I so. remember as a young kid, sometimes when people would say, oh, you're from a divorced family, sometimes I was like, no, I've got no regrets. It made me stronger. It made me more independent. It made me hustle being on my own. These things can disrupt your nervous system. It's disrupted mine, and we're mm -hmm. going to talk about that today. But it gives you character sometimes going through hardship. So I Absolutely. appreciate that. Your adversity, you Absolutely. know, can, your pain can become your purpose. And so, you know, when I came into my uh, teen years at 16, um, you know, I started praying and I started, that's where really my uh, spiritual journey began. Um, my mum put me into Landmark Training Institute, mm -hmm. studying self-mastery. That's interesting. Yeah. Tony, she took me to my first Tony Robbins course and just like that, I healed through a series of different mm -hmm. events, got a range of different certifications and you know qualifications, and then I built my online business and yeah. I essentially serve women in the same way. Um, so I teach fitness, health, training, nutrition, but really uncovering all the layers and the hidden blocks that can really hold someone back from living that holistically healthy lifestyle, being truly anchored into their body on a physical, 
spiritual, emotional, mental, and energetic level. So Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't we just 3% physical and the rest is just energy and Absolutely. Whatever, physical? Yeah, you know, it's like in this 3D reality, there is so much emphasis put on the mm. physical. So I see in the fitness industry, people are so obsessed with chasing the physical. So they want to look a certain way, this amount of body fat percentage. Okay, I have to walk 10 to 50,000 steps a day. I it's need really to track easy. my calories and macros. I need to train five times. It's exhausting. Yeah. And so it hasn't in this hustle and grind culture, it hasn't left space for women in our feminine being mm -hmm. to really hold ourselves in that need to rest at times, to mm -hmm. nurture our nervous system. Don't get me wrong, men need it too. Mm. But I guess we're here, I'm here to talk about the space of women mm -hmm. because um, I, hope I do. coach women. Yeah. Yes, so, yeah. absolutely. Um, absolutely. I was at the gym yesterday and our good friend James said to me, how many times a day, times a week are you training legs? I said, every second day, you just take a rest. Your body's mm -hmm. developing too much cortisol. And as she said yesterday, she goes, you actually need to look after your, um, nervous system. Mm -hmm. So this is a completely new subject for me. Now I want to ask you, Nola, what do you know about the nervous system? What is yeah. this all about? So the nervous system, essentially, it gets wired from a very young age, mm -hmm. actually, when we're in the womb, to be honest with you, yeah. and it gets wired and it is essentially storing all of our programs. And so imagine um, even when you're just get conceived, you know, however your mother is dealing. Yeah, what she's going through that affects yeah. our nervous system when we come into the world. Um, pretend, like for example, um, from age zero mm -hmm. to three years, your uh, sense of security and in the world is really being formed. Absolutely. And so our nervous system gets wired. You know, we think that you got everyone working on this, that mm. actually you are navigating the world through your nervous system. So how safe your body feels, mm -hmm. how held you feel on an energetic level. And again, when we talk about the physical, there is so much emphasis on the physical, but is in the, it is in those non-physical conscious moments where you can get truly still and present and grounded with yourself. That is a degree to which you can create that safety and therefore hold more abundance, mm -hmm. hold safe relationships mm -hmm. that nurture and respect you and that you feel safe to express yourself as well. Um, how much money you can hold, how many clients you mm -hmm. can hold. Um, and this nervous system can store so much as you know, cortisol and stress mm -hmm. when we come in the space of health and fitness. It's like, I see so many women, you know, pushing themselves and absolutely like berating themselves in the gym right but it's like if we actually did that deep nervous system healing there's so much less physical action that could be taken and we can start to you know look after our nervous system look after our mindset actually listen to our body when we work with the body and train when our body tells us that's yeah. when we get that result holistically what are a few symptoms of having an overworked nervous system yeah so um overworked so when we talk about an overworked nervous system we can talk about say a nervous system that's holding a lot of uh flight fight energy mm. right that go 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 and so say one symptom is that uh, you struggle to just honestly chill out. So many people in this, especially in this hustle and grind culture is caught in that go, go, go. Mm. There is this mentality. The only way you can attain success is by working yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. And then the symptom is that when you actually maybe have the opportunity to chill and be, you can't. Mm -hmm. You're like, what can I do now? What can I do now? So if we look at, for example, what the whole globe went through in the past two years, a lot of the reasons Two reasons why people experience so much stress mm -hmm. and anxiety. Number one is because they were forced to be at home and not go out, mm -hmm. not do anything, not get that external validation that 
overstimulation of senses. That's number one. And number two is um, not being able to plan for the future, yeah. right? Because we didn't know yeah. when can we travel again? Yeah. When can we do whatever we want? depression, right? Absolutely. Yes. Because people are so focused on not being in the mm -hmm. present moment, grounded here. Everyone's like, future, future, future. And then we see the personal development industry has paired that futuristic thinking so much. Mm -hmm. Actually, true consciousness again also spiritual people will think oh i have to ascend and mm. i want to connect to my guides which is amazing but true spirituality is the ability to just be present mm -hmm. with what is and then to be able to relax mm -hmm. and to just relish in the now moment there is so much abundance mm -hmm. here and so yeah one of the biggest symptoms i could say is just not being able to um, I relate with that. I'm sure many of you do. So ever since I was 16, having to hustle, put a roof over my head, make money, um, I learned that I was not able to stop because submission was not a choice. Submission to me meant that I was the only support system. There was no guardians, no anybody around. So I never stopped. Now recently I'm able to stop, but sometimes when I stop, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm -hmm. I just don't know or I feel guilty. Um, this morning I slept till about, I stayed in bed till about nine, felt a bit guilty, another half an hour guilty. In those periods where I'm resting, I'm still feeling freaking guilty. So one thing that I need to learn what, what to do is to rest or have a complete day off like the Jewish people do in their culture without mm. all technology off and just chill out. My nervous system is an absolute mess and um, I'm definitely going to be getting tips from this soul sister to learn yes. what to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. you know, that is truly an element of self-love yeah. being able to hold yourself in that moment, right? You, our worth, our sense of worth has mm -hmm. been completely correlated mm -hmm. with how much output mm -hmm. we are doing. We are not human doings. No. We are human beings. And so you deserve We're to... not human doings. We are human beings. Beings. The yeah. ability to be yeah. is what makes us human. We are, so programmed to just chase 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 actually it's a universe of attraction mm. it's called law of attraction for a reason mm. people want to dress it up say this mm -hmm. and that actually it's about being in that flow state of beingness and so this is where we can see the masculine energy mm -hmm. has been like overdone people don't know how to step into their feminine this is actually isn't just for women it's for mm. men as well interesting um yeah just being able to be and so knowing yeah. that when you had that sleep in this morning mm. It's okay. I needed. I was tired. Absolutely. Yeah. You deserve that. You deserve Absolutely. to be held in that moment. Hundred percent. So yeah. Um. What's your idea of self love? What is self love? How do people yeah. develop it? So it's interesting because I'll see a lot of like mm -hmm. social media, especially self love. They're having dark chocolate, or they're sitting in a bath and it's and lighting candles, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. But good for you right good for you but self-love is so much more like so what i mentioned self-love is the ability to hold space for yourself in those moments where you aren't um feeling or looking mm -hmm. amazing or whatever it is it's being able to just be at one with yourself and so if we sort of look at for example what you were moving through this morning mm -hmm. it's not a glamorous moment mm -hmm. you didn't you went you you were just in bed you were with yourself and this is we're actually constantly riding these cycles of the nervous system whether we recognize it or not mm -hmm. again we haven't been empowered with this belief system but we are constantly riding the wave all the mm -hmm. time and so whether we know it or not so to know it is truly empowering and so this morning for you was like a downtime mm -hmm. and it's like okay imagine to me self-love is imagine that you're like an astronaut mm -hmm. and your body is the planet mm -hmm. and you're you're just noticing and you're here mm -hmm. to like love mm -hmm. and to witness and so people think that to love yourself is to 
you know, be positive and feel amazing all the time. Mm-hmm. No, to, true love is to witness. Mm. It's just to be there. So in the same way where loving you as my soul sister mm-hmm. is if you're having a bad day, I can just be there and hold space for you. Okay, how can we do that for ourselves? How that's can we witness deal. ourselves? Yeah, That's a big deal. Um, one thing that oh. Sam Nyla understood, <laughs> which many people didn't understand, um, there was a video that I posted last week where I said I will no longer be giving validation to anybody and I won't be receiving it. That's only because um, many people can't really see you and they don't really, um, mm-hmm. they don't know you on a soul level. Mm-hmm. So I don't need that fake love or the fake validation. What Naila just said right now was, what did you say just then? You said true love is to, yes, is to witness and to see you and to hold you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she put up this amazing video about how people just say, I love you, I love you and all the emojis and this and that. And it's like, these are empty words, but true love. And, and I actually said to her today, I'm like, I just want you to know, like as a disclaimer, like, I will hold you through all of it. You know, I will show up. There are hard days if I'm unable to show up, you know, letting you know, hey, it's hard for me to show up today. And that's okay. And so that's what what it is to love one another and to hold space and to be there. And to be real friends. Yes. And so it's like, we need to be able to do that for ourselves first. Okay. It's like, okay, we look at ourselves. Sometimes we we just imagine we are the higher consciousness because we are. And our human, our human is having an experience, okay? Imagine you aren't feeling energetic. You don't feel like training. You know you've got to go smash your glutes because you want the glute gains and you've got to do the hip thrusts and this and that. But it's like, okay, human, mm-hmm. I see, you know, you need some rest today. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be here. I want you to imagine that you are the angel of your human. Mm-hmm. You are the angel. You are and it may sound weird, but what I mean to say is you're in that, sorry? The highest self. The highest self, the angel. The, Look after yourself, be your own guardian. Yes, you are that neutral state of consciousness. Your soul is neutral. We are so programmed to chase happiness. Mm-hmm. Love is going to feel like this. When I love myself, I'm just going to be totally in love with, 100% in love with the universe around us, in love with God, everything. But it's like, it's just about neutrality and being mm-hmm. able to be there and like, okay, I'm not feeling amazing today, but... I just see that. And once we bear witness to it, you know, whatever you resist persists. So when we're like fighting, no, 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 I need to train. This is bad. I'm being a weak shit. I need to get up. It's like, no, let's just witness it. And when we bear witness to these things, the feelings go away. Um, Two points I want to talk about. Toxic positivity, which has recently been ticking me off. Mm. Um, For example, I come across, I know someone, I want to talk about something. No, be positive. I'm always positive. But Mm. the time that I want to talk about something, can you just like listen to me? Absolutely. It's horrible, guys. Let's stop toxic positivity culture. It's allowed you own your feelings. Okay, to 100%. And I've, it's funny you mentioned that. I've 100% noticed that recently is, you know, people who don't want to go into the depths and, you know, it's interesting because I've I've kind of I've just observed, not not judging, but just mm-hmm. observed how some people want to operate in that realm and what it is actually is bypass. Bypass of your mm-hmm. full human self. Mm-hmm. And so for example, um, if I just use this as an example, mm-hmm. like you know, the energy of this, mm-hmm. you know, friendship, this soul sisterhood, me and Letitia, mm-hmm. it's like straight away we went into the depth, straight away into the dark. And it's like, that is all worthy of being seen. It's fine. Yeah. When people don't know how to witness themselves, they feel it's a taboo. Oh, my pain's taboo. So someone comes to them. It's like, no, 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 just be positive. No, it's okay. Thoughts create your reality. Is it because they don't care or is it because they're not deep? 
well, what happens is that you can only meet others at the depth and the love to which you have met yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the truth is, is that when people bypass healing, when they bypass their emotional wounds and the deep, dark parts of them that are truly trying to be seen, they cannot possibly hold that space for another. Mm -hmm. So personally, I have, this is, it's, mm -hmm. I love how you brought this mm -hmm. up because it's become so apparent in my life mm -hmm. too recently is that. I'm actually not willing to put myself around the relationships and places. I've had friends drop off recently because mm -hmm. they don't want to go there with me. Okay, I'm not going to hold space for you oh, there. Right. Not in a bad way. Not like I'm cutting you off. It's just like I know I need relationships yeah, that are willing to go that depth Substance. and not bypass the hard stuff. Absolutely. You know? um, so recently I'm just meeting really good people. And um, now when they compliment me, they say something like, you look beautiful, but, but you know, it's your intelligence that I really value you know mm -hmm. what i mean so we really do want people where we could where they don't just value you based on like aesthetic level how many likes you got followers you got what you look like mm -hmm. whatever else we want to encourage each other and really just have a deep soul connection absolutely and that's you know specific um what i mentioned to leticia i'm like you know I think one of the first things I said to her when I met her, I'm like, you're so beautiful. Yes. But also, like, I need you to know, like, I actually feel your energy. Yes. You're not just beautiful because of how you look. It's like, it's the essence of your being. I feel all of you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know she's stunning. But it's like, it's not just about that. It's it's the whole experience of what you bring. Exactly. So, yeah. And um, also, we are in a physical form and we do need compliments from time to time especially women, we want to feel good. So it's very nice our friends telling us, hey, you look great today. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing wrong with that, guys, if you're watching. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, we just don't want to make sure. We just want to emphasize that it shouldn't just all be superficial. Absolutely. Um, girl, yesterday you were talking about menstrual cycles. How yes. do they get menstrual cycles? Yes. It's okay to have rest. I haven't had rest. I've no menstrual cycle. Yeah. So you, know, you can say about that to us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So this is interesting because, mm -hmm. again, with what we've been programmed with, this hustle and grind culture, um, Imagine like the image that I'm trying to draw is like a woman in a corporate environment working, working, working. Oh yeah, I'm a boss bitch. I'm like mm. a boss woman. I'm like doing this and I'm building my empire. Amazing. Like we're all about that, right? We're all about empowering each other as women to mm. go, to do that. However, this idea of success that is just associated with how it looks on the outside, you know, are you wearing a suit every day? Are you making this amount of money? Where are you going? And so we look at all these people on social media painting this version of success, but actually true success is the holistic embodiment of your whole being, the health of your body. Are you getting enough sleep? The basics, are you getting sun? food, yes. water, rest. And so as women, we are cyclical beings, literally monthly 28 day cycle beings. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you may find as a woman that in your time of the month, in that week, however many days it is, it's different for everyone, is that you do need that extra rest. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you might have a bit of energy, but most of the time it's about really just allowing your body to release and, you know, nourishing yourself, iron rich foods mm -hmm. and really being at one with your body mm -hmm. because it's like, this is, if we think about it, you're, as a woman, it's, it's so divine. Your body was preparing to make way for new life. And then it realized that an like it didn't get fertilized oh, yeah. and now it's like shedding and it's like making way for the old and bringing in the new. And we don't, we're not empowered to like really be at one with that. The spirit of our being It's just like, no, go, 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 keep working. They don't teach respecting that anymore in modern no. society. And we're trying to bring that back and educate. Let's respect that. And that's a form of self love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Self love. Sure. And again, knowing that 
you are worthy of all the success and love and you will receive that whilst being in alignment with the cycle of your body as a woman and you know all of us have masculine and feminine energy men and women yeah. but as women we are more inclined a lot of the time towards our feminine energy that calls for rest that calls for being more emotionally inclined mm -hmm. and therefore needing space for the emotions to move through us it can't just be constant output yeah. it's not possible what do you think of this feminine masculinity subject you said men can have femininity too and yeah. i appreciate a man who's in touch with his feminine what's your opinion about all this yeah so one thing i've really found like so obviously, you know, we've all got feminine, masculine energy, uh, but a lot of the time is that I see well, what I've noticed and I really want to draw everyone's attention to this, just so you can be aware, is that I've noticed a lot of these feminine, masculine energy pages simply uh, pertains a woman to just being this, she's in her mess, in her chaos all the yes. time and the man is the rock. And so what it's left, for example, I work with women, what it's left a lot of my clients feeling is that if they're single, they don't know how to hold themselves until a man comes in. Said. And it's like, this is the thing. Yes, be nurturing to yourself. Yes, hold space. But you don't need to take your power outside mm -hmm. yourself to be at one with yourself. And so it's about being able to hold yourself, knowing that we all have this inner masculine, inner feminine energy. So, for example, if you are a single woman, you're not with someone right now, understanding you literally have like an inner man inside you mm -hmm. that is one like an energy imagine that that can hold you can hold space for you and we're just so programmed to want that relationship essentially we are programmed to be codependent to everything outside of us in this world and we look at movies music um everything that we've consumed it's like be with someone be dating someone be having mm -hmm. sex with someone do it's like yeah. knowing how to hold ourselves right and yeah. so really recognizing as women we have the masculine. We have that. We can hold ourselves. It's very empowering. We also have that feminine and allowing that mm -hmm. space, you know, for that to flow. So, again, if we take the example of you needing to rest this morning, yeah. it's like being in, like, the feminine rest of that and then allowing, having the intelligence. And it, this takes a lot of practice. This is what I coach on. Mm -hmm. But basically having that space to cut your masculine to come in. You know what? It's okay. Mm -hmm. You are safe here. I am with you. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of toxic things out there at the moment on these high value women, high value men pages. So much so that I unfollowed those pages, such yes. as don't text him first, he's a hunter, let him follow you. Dude, if it's a soldier connection, ask the poor guy, how's your day going? Absolutely. Too many rules, just be you. Oh, and I got a lot of that advice growing up, you know, Jesus. play the game, like, you know, think, and it's like, no, when you find your soulmate, when you are aligned, when it's aligned, you don't need to try to be manipulative. No. You don't need to try to play any games. You just be. Because when the right person is there, you'll be able to relax. There'll be a natural push and pull dynamic where one's coming forward and you know, you're just like, you're, you're playing and it's beautiful. It's not, you don't have to play these games. No, and, yeah. Not with the right person who's aligned. Absolutely. What's your opinion about people who've been in a bad relationship, women, and they perhaps um, are not ready to be in a relationship anymore? Women who just don't want a relationship what kind of trauma is that and how can they work through it yeah so oh there's so much trauma that can come up with that like abandonment things can get triggered and not being able to trust ah. one of the biggest things that come up with my clients is losing trust in their decision making ability <sighs> to attract in a future partner because maybe they've made not the best choices for themselves in other relationships and that's okay that's life. 
Absolutely. And so the biggest thing I can say is really allowing yourself to be so open to the lessons, how asking out loud, how is this aligning to the truth of my soul and actually helping me ascend mm -hmm. further rather than I was so wrong. He was so bad. This take your power back, beautiful woman. Yeah. Like you are the, you are your own warrior woman. Okay. What did, this, what did this teach me? Well, because I know everyone and everything outside of me is my mirror. Yes. Because I know the universe is me inversed. It's literally everything I'm experiencing in my physical reality is me projected out. Okay, what, what was this teaching me? And you will be amazed when you just ask that out loud. Like we are in a, we are spiritual beings having a physical existence. Just know that. You will receive the answers. You will be sent someone who tells you the right thing. You pick up a book that gives you that right information. Just being so open to the lessons and the learnings and really falling into that space of I am so looked after. I am so guided. And yeah. Great point. What is this experience teaching me? Sometimes I see people on Instagram with those memes. What did your ex teach you? And everybody in the comments, my ex done this, done that. And I say nothing. We're still great friends or taught me how to this, this, that. It's just an experience. We meet people for a reason. Mm -hmm. How else are we supposed to succeed in life without lessons? Absolutely. There's no major regrets. The only thing I think anybody would probably be really hurt about is if you got raped or physically um, assaulted. Then that's something to be upset about and healed towards. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, everything. Absolutely. There's nothing that can't be worked through. You know, the power is yours. Do we want to transmute our pain into our purpose to serve us or do we want to be a victim to it? And this is a really hard thing for some women to move mm. through. Um, I was speaking to a client earlier this week and she's mm. like, why did he do this to me? How could he ghost me? How could uh, basically a client uh, just yes. it was a very messy situation. Yes. And I had to say, I was like, look, you have so much power here. He is as he is. Of course, that wasn't correct. But it's like, I want you to really ask yourself, how did I allow this to mm. go on for so long? And that's when we can come back to, okay, maybe I don't fully value myself. And that's okay. That's okay. Okay, why didn't I fully value myself? Okay, what happened in my life that maybe made me question myself worth, my sense of value? And it's just a beautiful can of worms, honestly, mm -hmm. that opens up. And it isn't easy to witness ourselves on that level. Mm -mm. But again... That is true self-love. And if that doesn't make you feel comfortable, you can also ask yourself, well, what's, as she said, what's the lesson I'm supposed to learn from this? Mm. We find out what traumas we've had, what things we need to improve on by yes. asking ourselves that question. So that's a good one. Thank you. Now, girl, yeah. imposter syndrome. Yes. Many of us in the entrepreneurial field, digital marketing, e-commerce, coaching, anything, everybody, authors, celebrities go through imposter syndrome. Um, what's your two cents in regards to imposter syndrome? My two cents on it is that the very thing that you struggle with is the thing that you are supposed to learn all your lessons and heal upon is the very thing that you are here to teach. Mm. Okay, now here's the thing. Wow. You may not always transcend. <laughs> Good coffee? No, what you said was profound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, but that too. We love, we love our coffee. Yeah. Marvel and girls. Um, <laughs> is the very thing you're here to transcend, right? However, so basically your ideal client is past you. That's you, okay? However, you that's the very thing you're also always going to need support on. And that's okay. Like that is, it's called the ironic heroes, heroines, I'm going to say, mm -hmm. journey. Because 
you're constantly actually needing support and healing and moving through your own blocks, which is the exact same thing you're going to be coaching on. So this is where I see a lot of people get stuck with imposter syndrome because they're like, fuck, like, you know, I should, I should be better. I should have healed this. It's like, no, actually the fact that you still experience struggles in that area allows you to have deeper empathy and compassion ongoingly for what your clients go through. So for example, um, because you get it, you can empathize. Absolutely. Okay. So for example, like a big thing I teach, I guide and take my clients through is body image issues. Now, hundred percent, I still go through that. Like that's been a big part of my journey. However, it's on a different level now because I've like climbed the level, climbed the levels of healing. Cause I've been doing this work for 10 years now. I, the blind spots I have now are completely mm-hmm. different to the blind spots I had back then. So, but the fact that that's something still that I'm like always working through and climbing levels on allows me to truly have that ongoing empathy and compassion for my clients. It doesn't mean that, so if you go through the same thing, it doesn't mean that you're not a good enough coach or that you're a fraud because you haven't fully, no, it's the very thing that you're always going to need support on and it's just perfect. So whatever you've gone through, whether it be body dysmorphia, anorexia, um, anything, anything, mm. um, if you can bring that to the table and potentially help other people get through it because you've already got an advantage. Um, you feel empathy and you get what they're going through. So that's um, our opinion around seeing boss imposter syndrome mm. and everybody has it. Don't let anybody lie to you. Make you feel better and have it. Absolutely. The one point that we spoke about a little earlier was about money and success and hustling. Mm. Um, today I created a social media post about find out what fulfillment looks like to you. Mm. I know what fulfillment looks like to me. And I don't need to say it publicly, but find out what it feels like to you. Is it a family? Is it love? Is it good friendships? That's yes, one of mine. Absolutely. Yeah, because you can have all the money in the world and sit in your little mansion alone with no substance, no genuine <laughs> connection. So find out what that looks like to you and work towards it. A lot of people work towards a goal, for example, building an empire, building an e-commerce business, working seven mm. days a week, and they don't make time for the little joys of life. And it's those little joys that make life meaningful. I remember I used to live in a city in Sydney when I was a kid and I had moved to a really nice pretentious suburb and I, you know, was um, really proud of myself, loving life. But then Friday, Saturday night would come and I had no one to go to the Oprah house with, no one to go to Darling Harbour with. And I really wanted to share with someone that I really cared about. But unfortunately, that person wasn't in, it wasn't into exploration. Mm. That's when I realized that you can be abundant, you can be financially secure, secure but who are you going to share it with? Uh, yes. And again, we talk about the word abundant, right? Mm. Abundance. It is straight away linked to the amount of yes. dollars you have in your bank account. How many zeros? How many nines do you have in your bank yeah. account? And it's just kind of like, well, no, true abundance is living in alignment with your soul. Now, another, what's really interesting is that Again, the world of social media has opened up so many amazing, you know, opportunities, you know, because yeah. of social media, we're, we're doing this right now. It's amazing. However, there is, and even looking at someone in your, that you look up to, someone who you want to be like, they have created their version of success. And so you think, oh, because they're embodying the exact codes that like I want, that I'm going to think, that's what success is going to look like to mm-hmm. me. No, it could look completely different to you. Your version of success could be, living in a mansion on the beach, or it could be living in a hut in Brazil. Or Bali. That's right. Who knows? And so really being detached from what that looks like. So even you might have a version of success right now with your egoic self, but your soul is like, no, 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 actually it's this. Maybe it isn't having that we can all have we can have it all. Don't get me wrong. We can have anything and everything. What is all though? We already have it all. Breath, 
in this now mindfulness. That's it. The abundance of this great? connection. We need to preach that. Right? Today I made another social media post about you've already made it because so many posts are about you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. You're born. You already made it. You Jesus are whole Christ. now. You are here yeah. unfolding. You are not on the path. You are the path. You are unfolding every mm -hmm. moment, and it's just yeah, absolutely exciting. All right, so let's talk about training frequency. So mm -hmm. with your clients, what do you recommend? Three days a week, four days a week? Yeah, so a lot of the time with my clients, look, honestly, it depends for everyone. Oh. Every single person is so different. That's why everyone requires a very personalized approach um, because it isn't just training frequency. It's the frequency of stressful life events. Mm. It's the frequency of everything else that's going on in your world. And so a lot of the time, sometimes with clients, I'll start off with like, say, two days a week, sometimes five days a week works really well for them. And so honestly, it's, it's hard to answer that because it's, it's very dependent. For each I have person. got a question. So yes. I was training five days a week for two months and I was liking the struggle because I'm addicted to struggle, right? We're working on that. Mm. But now that I am not training today and yesterday, since James said don't train so much, I don't know what to do with myself. Should I be focusing on sauna, meditation, mindfulness? It's all just cardio rather than hard weights. What's your opinion for yeah. an A type personality? So for example, if you feel like uh, I need an accomplishment in the morning, a win. A walk. I can do a power walk. Just a walk yeah, would be cool. really nurturing. That's nice. Right? Because that's very... So in terms of we look at the nervous system, sometimes cool. the nervous system requires nothing. Complete stillness, right? Meditation. Yeah. Do you see that? Nothing. My bad habits of saying, yes. I need something challenging. And yes. she said, well, just go for a walk and listen to an e-book or something. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be well, hard. When we look at the nervous system, sometimes it requires nothing. Sometimes it requires a light stimulation. And when we look at, say, going for a walk, let's reframe it. It doesn't always have to be, all right, I've got to hit my 10,000 steps. It's like, okay, I'm about to connect Calm with down. the earth. And also I'm going to expend some energy, but I'm about to connect with the earth. The earth is incredibly grounding and I get to notice the abundance. That's what abundance yeah. is, right? Everything around me. Absolutely. And so if you really feel like you need to do something, that's amazing. Like, you know, moving exercise, yeah. it's perfect. And so when we talk about decreasing your training frequency in the name of your nervous system yeah. and, you know, being a woman and incorporating your rest and not pushing yourself like that, it's like, okay, let's look at how can we keep moving and, and doing it in a, in a way that isn't so overstimulating because as women, the truth is we only have so much masculine energy. So what a lot of people will find is that they're exerting or well, women will find exerting all their masculine energy into their training. Mm. They want to start a business. They want to make some boss moves, but they literally are depleted because yeah. they're so busy being like, go, go, go in their training that they don't know how to then be go, go, go in other aspects. Well, she just answered a question for me. I'd go do my hardest session in the morning and then I'd have no energy for my entrepreneurship. By the time I came home at 11 a.m., I'm tired. Yep. Jesus. There you go. Moderation, balance, guys. Balance and developing that intelligence is the gold. When to what? When to do what? That's yeah. that's where the gold is at. So that's what I empower my clients with, you know, when they work with me. Absolutely. Like learning that. A lot of our audience um, don't know anything about spirituality or blockages and they don't understand what you mean by blockages. Mm. Um, how does a, can you give us an example of a blockage and how that could be affecting your ability to be successful, your ability to maybe attract love, to have real meaningful connections and friendships? Just yeah. an example so people know what they're getting when they come to you, for example. Absolutely. So yeah. when we talk about blockages, it's like, let's just say, um, as I said, as a, we come into this world as a pure, abundant being, as a soul, okay? And then when we come into this world, 
we get these very individualized, it's like a, you could say like a soul contract, right? These are terms and conditions. This is what you're going to go through. And so as a result of that, um, say as a child, you get that imprinting in your nervous system of what it means to survive in this world. So your inner child learns, okay, this is what I've got to do to receive love. This is what I've got to do to be successful. This is how easy or hard it is to get money. This is my relationship with money. This is how... Um, this is the level of emotional availability I'm going to get from a partner. So your inner child is like learning all this stuff. However, because of what we move through, that may not be advantageous, obviously, to the abundant life that we want. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the blockages begin is that when we, that trauma response of essentially drawing those conclusions of like, okay, like your inner child picks up on that and... Yeah, a big part of what I teach is that you recap. Your mother had you when she was young. She was stressed. She was depressed. Mm. She might have had what's that issue called after you give birth and you're angry and not happy? Postnatal. Yeah. The little child now feels unloved, unwanted, mm. unworthy. They're little blockages that you need to work on. Yes. Or and another. Yeah. Again, it's no like, it's a big part of the healing journey. For example, is giving yourself the full space to look at maybe where your parents went 100% and being like, that was not okay, right? And that's a big part of the healing journey that really goes un like overlooked mm -hmm. because people are so afraid to admit, and this is a big reason why people don't even heal, they are so afraid to admit that their parents did not show up for them the way that they needed. But do you know what? It's because their parents didn't give them what they needed. Just the journey continues. So if you want to break the generational trauma this is where you fully acknowledge what your inner child went through and then once you fully allow yourself that space to express that that's where the blockages really get cleared and then you realize okay hold on they were just doing the best they could yeah. with what they knew my parents always were this is my life now so now i'm going to step into my own warrior woman own all of me hold all of me and when we can transmute these blockages aka triggers, emotional wounding, traumas, this is when we can start to attract. Um, and the thing I do want to mention here is that mm. the world of law of attraction and spirituality, it's amazing, mm. but it just talks about focus on what you want, it'll appear. But it's like it doesn't take into account that we have subconscious programming, right, all these blockages that actually prevent us from seamlessly attracting. But when we come home to our soul's purpose and our being and our inner child, that's when that's when we do attract. You can't just um, sit there and visualize bundles of money and love if, for example, you haven't worked on your, you know, issues towards relationships or whatever else. Mm. So we really gotta work on the inside, do the inside work. Absolutely. I've started the inside work. I um, done a special little session two three days ago. It's called Psych K, um, and I've done some therapy, three four sessions. I'm more curious about Psych K and. Um, we're both going to be studying Psych K soon. Regardless, it's about reconditioning our subconscious and our super subconscious. And when we when we go deeper into that, we're going to sit down here and talk about it together. Mm, absolutely. absolutely. How long have you been meditating for? How did you start meditating, which is the same as prayer in my books? What yeah. is the difference between prayer, meditation? What benefits do you get from meditation? And what does your meditation practice look like? Absolutely. So I started praying when I was 16. So I started praying five times a day, cool. aka connecting to my creator. And so what that... The way that I could differentiate the two, and they're both so important. So prayer is truly getting that connection mm -hmm. to the creator, the one that created you, that ultimate guidance system. And so that's Energy, when, God, universe, whatever you call it. That's where you conversate. Yes. Right? Having that conversation and being able to talk and like giving thanks and receiving guidance, all of that. 
asking for guidance mm -hmm. right in your life and then when we look at meditating it's more achieving that state of mindfulness mm. and you know we can use meditating not just for getting present in a still moment but to actively there's so many different types of meditation visualizing on the future that you want things like that but what i found personally is that my ability to get still and meditate and be with myself aka calm my nervous system you know get to the root of my body and truly ground and there are ways to do this uh, that directly translates into how much focus I can then put into my prayer, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And if we look at spiritual texts, mm -hmm. we've got, you know, Jesus, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon them mm -hmm. all, Moses, all these people, it's like prophets and like all these people of a time, every, they, meditation, prayer, going into a cave and meditating. And They're all teaching the same thing in different yeah, ways. being in that stillness, that oneness, because when, again, we're spiritual beings having a physical existence. So all these practices pertain to the spirit of our being. And when we can create that connection and that stillness in ourselves, we can receive and then our life is more seamless. Isn't it so sad how people allow religion to segment them and divide them when that was never the purpose of no. any spiritual teaching? No, it wasn't. It really wasn't. And when you really get to the crux Crazy. of all the messaging, um, one thing I've noticed is how different organized religion is like egoic organized religion mm -hmm. is to actual what religion teaches and like I look back at like sacred texts and I'm like wow this is really like universal and mystical and amazing um but then when you see sometimes what communities and things like that yes. it just doesn't align so yeah it's really about coming from that heart consciousness right with any information you come across in life and really coming at it from that space will add value to your existence here and you know allow you to have that connection that's going to just create amazing abundance in your life on all levels so how do you think that you can speak your truth without offending your loved ones around you yeah so that's a great question so when it comes to speaking your truth you know speaking your truth really what it is if we look into like the semantics of it is being so deeply grounded in your body in your body, um, I talk about the body a lot. I teach about anchoring into your physical body, not just on a health level, but on an energetic and spiritual level, because this is the this is this is what we've got given. Okay, before this life, we're a soul. After this life, we'll be a soul. But this physical body that we're anchoring into, and so it's really coming from the root and thinking. Okay, for example, something you don't like, some a family member said. Okay, mm. how does this make me feel now? A lot of people think that being in their power is actually is being demanding. Yeah. And so we get confused. People are like, you can't talk to me like that. No, I'm not okay. And it's actually they're coming from a very triggered space. Mm. And they don't know, really, it's about transmuting the trigger within you and having that, again, that stillness and slowing down the reaction time. We want to respond, not react. And thinking, okay, I wasn't, that didn't really align with me. Okay. And coming from that grounded space, we don't need to raise our voice. We don't need to be intimidating or any manipulation tactic to try to get our point across. We don't need to do anything. And I know that word manipulation is strong and it's not intentional, but sometimes when we're afraid of really speaking our truth, we're afraid that we're not going to be seen and heard. We get angry and then we're like trying to make, sure. coerce them, right? Into mm -hmm. like aligning. Intimidating, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But really it's just like, okay, I wasn't okay with that. Look, this is how I feel now. A lot of the time when you are stepping into your power and your relationships around you, 
it will be triggering to others. And so we can't always control how someone is going to take it. We really can't. If they're going to be upset, that's on them. The best that we can do is get really honest with ourselves. How did I say this? What did I say? Is this in alignment with the universal idea of what's right and wrong? Cool. We know that this is wrong. So that didn't align with me. And a lot of the time it's about being detached from the outcome of how upset are they going to get or how are they going to take it? We really can't control that. The best we can do is just come from our grounded space, speak the truth. If it triggers them, it triggers them. If they choose to meet you on that level, great. They have literally ascended with okay. you. But if they don't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But we just need to then manage how much energy we give those relationships. Mm-hmm. Maybe if, say it's like your mum, for example, um, and you don't want to cut off that relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. It's just like learning strategic ways of, being able to get your empowerment and sense of worth from other relationships and yourself rather than relying on that relationship Mm -hmm. to tell you whether it was right or wrong for you to be in your power. You don't need anyone to validate your truth. What's your opinion in regards to feeling guilt when it comes to family, parents, especially in cultures where they they talk about looking after their elders. Mm. Sometimes, for example, let's be honest, my dad lives five and a half hours away. I've always hated long drives with a passion. I I sit there very tense the whole drive. I don't enjoy any second of it. I get resentful. I don't want to go. I know my dad's waiting for me to come to the farm again. Mm. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't like the farm. I don't like agriculture. I'm not even that mindful yet, right? I'm more spiritual, but I'm working on mindfulness. Yeah. He's very mindful who can just sit there in the silence and stare at the tree. Mm. That's triggering for me. So mm. I spoke to my mum who said, stop feeling guilty. It's not your responsibility. You have a FaceTime video and you go. Mm. Well, what's your opinion about feeling guilt towards family members and potentially speaking your truth when it can really, well, what's the, the responsibility between being there for someone and speaking your truth? Being have you someone. had to have those awkward conversations with anybody? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I just I really feel into that. And so mm-hmm. one aspect of it is, um, a lot of people will blame their family because their family aren't always comfortable relationships when really our family is divinely gifted to us to um, help us learn our very particular soul lessons. So the first thing I want to tap into is the fact that uh, you feel it's triggering for you to be mindful. I hate going there. Yeah, because it's still. Because I sit there so still. There's nothing there, not even proper Wi-Fi. Yeah, okay. And so that's amazing for your own soul growth because it's actually mirroring back to you mm-hmm. where you can grow into. It's not necessarily anything to do with having the obligation of seeing your dad. It's just that imagine this is your divinely purposed father mm-hmm. who's specifically purposed to trigger you in the exact way to help you become a whole being again and come home to yourself being able to chill and be okay with that that's one aspect of it which can be really empowering for you right and the other aspect of it is yeah just setting those boundaries and figuring out okay if i have guilt you know how much of that is obligation and how much of that is really that i love my dad i care and i do want to see him you know really tapping into that and finding out for yourself what that's about and then when you can ascertain that it's like, okay, let's try to set in some sort of maybe like a schedule once every couple months, mm-hmm. once every month, whatever that looks mm-hmm. like for you. And where you're feeling like, hey, I'm spending time with my father and making that really clear to him. In the end, if it's in your truth, 
that it's very difficult. Five and a half hours is a very long drive. It really it's is. a very long drive. And well, some people like long drives. Yeah. I really don't. You really don't. You're like, your legs get cramped, you know, it's just hard. Don't like it, yeah. So, you know, it's really being able to say that and, you know, let him know. So, because a lot of the time then, if we're not clear, then he's waiting around. Or you get resentful. Yes. If you're not clear, then I'm doing it for you. Trust me, stop me. Exactly. That might sound really narcissistic and selfish saying I'm doing it for you. And it might be. Mm. Is it narcissistic to say that? Mm, not so necessarily. Well, look, we're telling him. I'm, I'm coming here to spend quality time with you. I don't like coming to the farm. I don't like long drives at all. I no, it. no, it's um obviously it's letting him know that you care, and that's why you're trying to do mm. that for him. But I think because you haven't made those boundaries mm. clear, and you haven't really been able to assess in yourself yet, okay, what feels comfortable to me, what doesn't. That's why it comes out like that, and you're yeah. saying I'm doing it for you, not even for me. When really, if you can actually. Get still with yourself and be like, okay, what am I feeling? What's actually going on here? Okay, I'm not, it's it's hard for me to do this. I know it's hard for me. Okay, and then when you can have that open conversation with him, the standards are set, he knows, you know, part of your um, guilt is coming out because you want him to know when you make those statements, you want him to know, hey, I'm doing it for you. Like, mm -hmm. I just want you to know that. So. When I do come to you, I hope that shows you how much I love you. But at the same time, it's hard for me. That's really mm -hmm. what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. You can actually say that to him. My dark side, and we're going to talk about darks in a second. My dark side gets very um, angry mm -hmm. and really resentful. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be left alone to the point where I want to be abandoned and have no family. Wow. I don't want family um, when I feel that kind of obligation. I don't like it. I don't need anyone because mm -hmm. I've been alone since 16. So that's probably something I've got to work on. Yeah. But the point is, that's how I feel. So that's a lot of freaking frustration there. Yeah. Question, what's this dark side you spoke about on your Instagram, embracing dark dark side of femininity? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That dark feminine. And so that's, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so glad you asked that. And the first thing I want to say is I really appreciate you saying that because that's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. That is real, right? Real. This is just gold because yeah. this is exactly what people feel. This mm -hmm. is what we feel sometimes. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> and it's that it is a it is a coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. It's a survival mechanism of like, okay, because I only felt safe when I was really alone because everyone abandoned me. In the end, no yeah. one showed up for me. So we want to run. We want to run to that coping mechanism. And or so, you hurt me so many times and yes. now I just don't want to be around you. Absolutely. But I don't want to talk about it either, so I leave. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So and I'm saying amazing because, again, when we talk cool. about true love, we're here to witness it all. Yeah. You, When we are shaming ourselves, what happens is that we run to these coping mechanisms and then the shame kicks in. And it's like, hold on, let's actually look at what's going on here. Let's, let's really dissect what we are feeling right now. And so it all comes from somewhere because at our core, we are neutrality, we are love, we are peace, we are actually all of it. And so it's actually holding space for that. And so when that darkness comes in, it's like, okay, how again, how can I, these are, the, my, these are my shadows, I have light, just turn the lamp on, turn the bloody lamp on, these shadows, okay, I see you. Or get a coach and yes. talk about it. Yes. You can't do it on your own. Yeah, I do this on my own, but I haven't had this conversation about my dark side. And again, Get we're someone. so programmed to be like hyper independent, yeah. do it alone. It's like, yeah. no, we heal through these safe, supportive containers, holding safe space mm -hmm. for each other. That's what it's about, you know? So that's just like really the biggest thing I can say. And I, I just really honor you for yeah, just saying that, that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One um, step that you'd recommend, do I go down to the farm or do I, do I have that conversation? What I think, I, I think our first step is to really 
honestly, sometimes writing it down, exactly. Mm-hmm. How am I feeling? Okay, what's going on? The ins and outs, understanding your feelings fully and then being able to have that conversation prior to because if you can kind of resolve those emotions and those boundaries and those things within you first, that's going to be really advantageous into the way that you present yourself to mm-hmm. him. And so you don't want to go with any unresolved feelings to the farm. Mm-hmm. You want to first be able to talk to him, have that conversation and just allowing yourself to even be maybe do you on that, in that conversation, you just tell him how you feel, but it isn't necessarily like, okay, now I'm going to come. This is going to be the schedule. Have yeah. a conversation, give yourself the space. There are so many times that he has um, offended me, pissed me off, startled me, hurt me when I put in massive efforts, like catching a flight to Sydney, catching, hiring a car, going down only for him to go to bed at 9.30 p.m. when I had organized a little party for him. Or coming to me and, for example, I'm saying this because I want you guys to evolve or share as well. Mm. Or, for example, coming over saying you've never, you've gained weight, your life's never looked worse. When I was wow. working on my life and I thought, okay, mm. and I'd go have a sook the next day. Or coming over, for example, yelling at me for being on the phone when he doesn't know my business wasn't working for three months and tonight one thing came through and I'm trying to pay an invoice. So, so many of these things have added up where I've become resentful. So I think if you're going through something similar as well and you recognize that you've got blockages and there's things that you need to work on, maybe just like um, cut your recovery in half, hire a good coach, do therapy, do psyche, do whatever you need to do in order to really Make 2023 a good year for you. Sitting at home with your toxic habits and your anger and your resentment and your anxiety isn't going to get you further, guys. Absolutely. And again, when we talk about asking out loud for the lessons and everything, ask for support. Mm. It will arrive. And so, you know, just knowing that straight away, what, what comes to mind when you say all that is that he literally cannot meet you at the love that you need. He is extremely mindful and into meditation spiritually now, mm. so much so that he's, no offense if you're watching this dad, so much so that um, my little guilty secret that I have is that when he's always so zen and happy and positive and oh, upbeat, I hate hearing the voice because my life is very stressful half the time. Not too stressful, it's stressful, I'm grinding, right? Mm. And my grind is not very pleasant in the e-commerce world. Um, so I'm not always feeling that way. I'm never 90, 80% of the time. I'm not cheerful. My voice doesn't sound that way. It's neutral. Yes. And so when I have to hear someone who's so chirpy and just show me videos of him, like baking tomatoes on the farm all day, every day, and I'm trying to make my ends meet or trying to follow up with contractors. Um, it's not what I want. So even the person who is spiritual, they're still on a journey. They can still hurt you. He's spiritual as hell these days, but still he has his outbursts as well. So I guess it really does come down to communication. Absolutely. And, and so doing all that. what you find in that relationship yeah. is that obviously the space that you need to be held for you yeah. is not going to be held. It never really has. Mm. And so this is where I was talking about you saying, like, what's the next step? It's like being able to resolve the emotions in yourself yeah. first. Okay, where can I hold space for myself? What am I really feeling? And really taking time with that because it's clear that hasn't been given to mm. you by your father. And then it's like, okay, once you move through that, you can – be in your true power and come from that space. And when you do that, like I said, it doesn't matter what anyone else says, mm-hmm. what he says, you're not relying on his reaction, mm-hmm. his response to you being in your power to validate how you feel because mm-hmm. you know how you feel. You know exactly how you feel. You know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're holding space for yourself in a way that wasn't held space for you. Mm-hmm. You went on that exact soul journey to give you these lessons and these learnings mm-hmm. and it's making you incredibly emotionally intelligent. And then, you know, you're going to get to have that conversation with him. And um, one thing that I want to emphasize here, again, is that every single person in our life 
is here to teach us a lesson. They're like a mirror. Mm. So the fuck boy, the fuck girl, the neighbor, the mm. annoying neighbor, the boss, learn what triggers you and why. What can you learn from that experience? There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely agree. Now, if women want to come and see you, yes. how do they contact you and what, what can they expect from working, working with, with you? Working with me, yeah. Thank uh, you for cheers. asking. So um, I run my business on mm. social media. So uh, that is at coach.nyla, N-A-I-L-A, I'm sure it'll... We're going to put in the description. Yes, it'll be somewhere here. So, uh, yeah, just follow me, message me. I'm always there. Um, I also have, like, my Facebook account, but Instagram is really where you can find me. And, um, yeah, so the way that I work with women is obviously for women who want to get into their best shape, um, you know, look amazing, feel amazing, really anchor into the health, strength, vitality of yes. their body, uh, but are willing to kind of understand maybe why they get caught up in these patterns mm -hmm. of, you know, getting on the bandwagon, training, nutrition, I want to look this way. And a lot of the time it's these emotional wounding, sometimes these deeply written body image issues, self-comparison, feelings of not enoughness that get stuck mm -hmm. in our field. Um, and yeah, that are really willing to go on that journey um, to unveil all of it and to start really creating that self-love so that, you know, we're doing the training and nutrition mm -hmm. simultaneously with the emotional healing and really coming into oneness with ourselves. That is when we achieve holistic success, how you feel in your body, how deeply anchored in you are into your body, grounded, calm, you know, looking after yourself, all of it holistically that reflects into every other aspect of your life. And it is honestly a life changing journey for any woman that's like coming in, in my space. A lot of the time they even renew because it's just like that ongoing support. The crux of what it is, is a safe space for you to be at all, for you to train hard, know that yes, I deserve to want to look sexy, feel sexy, incredible in my body, get these results. But also if I need to like, cry if I need a release if I need to be held it's all of that it's all encompassing absolutely and she makes you feel seen accepted and heard so if you're needing that feminine support besides for coaching then definitely follow her on social media reach out absolutely. now stay tuned guys we're going to be doing a lot of cool things in the future absolutely. just supporting each other on our entrepreneurial journeys on mm. our soul journeys from workshops to more conversations like this yes um so guys, stay positive and we'll see you next time. Love Bye. you all.